0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Pactify podcast, a podcast about management and management theories. So touching upon subjects that deal with productivity in organizations and engagement of people in organizations and theories that are aimed at improving those things as a disclaimer i'm approaching everything related to management theories from a critical rationalist perspective which is the philosophy that there aren't any fundamental truths in any domain of knowledge therefore also not in management theories and so the best thing we can do is when we have a theory is to ask ourselves How can it be improved? What problem is the theory solving? Why is it solving a problem? And through those questions actually make progress in finding ever better theories and better understanding of what works and what doesn't work in management. So I'm not advertising any existing theories as being the one and final theories that will always work or something like that. Instead, I'm seeking for good understanding and ever improving versions of theories. And to do that, obviously, I have to send them out through this uh, podcast. But equally importantly, I'm seeking for feedback uh, and criticism on the things that I'm sending out. And to do so, you can reach me at bart at PactifyManagement.com or at my LinkedIn page. Um, but for now, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Bye bye. everyone and welcome to the Pactify podcast. Today we are in part four of a 12-part series on Pactify philosophy, Um, the 12 points of the Pactify philosophy. And the point for today is the fourth one um, and it states that the best solutions or the best versions of knowledge emerge in a process. They cannot be known and controlled in advance. And they are the ones that eventually resist criticism better than their alternatives. So what we mean with that is the following. Um, It's the point that new knowledge cannot be predicted. Uh, It's impossible to predict what kind of new knowledge uh, that will arise um, in the future. And it's mainly due to complexity because uh, knowledge creation always starts from solving a problem. Therefore, you have to know or be able to predict what kind of specific problem uh, you will detect in the future. and predicting that specifically is already complex but then when uh, there is a specific problem knowledge creation uh, eventually works based on a sequence of ids and refutations of those ids so a, a multiple variation of ids that are then tested uh, exposed to criticism changed, altered, improved, and then tested again, exposed to criticism again. And those cycles can be um, very frequent. Um, They they happen multiple times, even inside the head of one person, let alone inside multiple heads of people in a team that are solving that problem. And the eventual or the ultimate version of knowledge that uh, emerges literally from that team, is highly unpredictable, therefore, because the sequence of alternation between IDs, new IDs, and their refutation or the criticism that makes them change uh, is simply too frequent, uh, too uh, complex to capture. And then also related to the first point it depends on the specific problem and also the specific problem cannot be predicted in advance so long story short the creation of new knowledge is unpredictable you cannot predict that in in a couple of weeks this person will um, know exactly how to solve that problem in uh, this and or that way that is completely unpredicted. And why is it a point in our philosophy? That is because um, it has to be known uh, in that sense and your approach for problem solving needs to take that into account. Um, One of the first uh, or the prior principles was that you have to solve new problems with new knowledge and um, more and more problems are unique and new so therefore more and more new knowledge is needed so new knowledge creation is a crucial process in organizations it distinguishes organizations from the organizations that basically only run existing knowledge and run knowledge that is already known and therefore should not be predicted simply because of the fact that you already have it And these kinds of organizations that run on existing knowledge are the ones that algorithmically solve new problems with old knowledge and therefore uh, are not solving them. And so you can choose to become an organization like that. But um, it's our belief that organizations need to evolve into the kinds of organizations that allow for processes that um, allow for new knowledge creation and then this principle is important uh, that you can't predict it you can't predict it and therefore you can't control it so if you want to um, operate processes that allow for new knowledge creations you have to understand that it's unpredictable and that there is this kind of emergent phenomenon that has to take place that eventually leads to the emergence of the final solution or uh, the, the, the most satisfactory version of the solution. But the one that it's going to be is impossible to predict. And it's up to an emergent process where there is a good definition of a specific problem, where there is open exchange of ideas and criticism, where this alternation of ideation and refutation has a chance to evolve, has a chance to take place, has a chance to allow the ideas to become better and to become better solutions to the specific problems you are solving. And all of this process is inherently unpredictable. And the only thing you can do as a manager is to allow for um, within boundaries, to allow for this process to have a chance uh, for yielding emergent better solution, emergent, new knowledge as opposed to the knowledge you already have today, which is by definition old knowledge, existing knowledge, but with a problem that it probably doesn't solve new problems anymore. And so it's inherently um, the case that if you want to go for new knowledge that solves new problems, you have to allow for this emergent process and for unpredictable knowledge to emerge in this process. Of course, This process is not random. Um, You have to do specific things and don't do other things uh, for good emergence to evolve. Um, And I'll come back to that later in in, in a couple of other points of our 12-point philosophy. But to start out, it's important to understand that um, there is this emergence uh, of uh, new knowledge and you have to allow for it you uh, have to understand that it's completely unpredictable and therefore uncontrollable um, to want to solve a problem uh, with uh, new knowledge whereas you suppose that you already have it today uh, that is impossible and the more uh, knowledge is exposed to criticism uh, through a lot of uh, iterations the more emergent it becomes the more even unpredictable it becomes but at the same time the better the knowledge is the better it will solve the problem so it is an it is a trade-off between letting go of controlling that you want a specific piece of knowledge to be implemented for a specific solution of a problem on the one hand, versus this uh, complete unpredictability or allowing this complete unpredictability, but within a process where the criticism acts um, with as a result that ideas improve, that they become better than uh, their, their alternatives and that they eventually <laughs> solve the problem much better than would a short uh, process of emergence or no process of emergence at all. Uh, For instance, when you would just apply existing knowledge and command it to be executed um, without any process of knowledge improvement, uh, new knowledge creation, based on um, a cycle of ideation and criticism so that is uh, the fourth principle of the 12 points um if you have any comments feedback suggestions i'm always happy to hear um i'll go on for the next eight points and then um therefore i thank you again for listening as always and uh, hope to speak to you soon